Yesterday, Hyaloji explained on the types of samadhi concentration. Hyaloji <coughs> explained that there are three types, or in another way, there are four types of concentration. Upachara samadhi, SS or neighborhood concentration, Abhana samadhi, attainment or absorption concentration, and Kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, and in another way, Vipassana samadhi. And yesterday, Saraji explained the ability, the quality of Kanika samadhi. Saraji explained that Kanika samadhi can keep the mind calm and collected on the object just as Abhana Samadhi can. And Saraji explained in order that Kanika Samadhi can keep the mind calm and collected on the object just as Abhana Samadhi can, how should be the factor and how one should practice in order that the Kanika Samadhi can keep the mind calm, collected in the way Abhana Samadhi can from both, uh, from both theoretical and practical aspects together with the reference. And yogis have understood by now. And today, Syaraji will explain Vipassana Samadhi. In the practice of Satipatthana meditation, how Kanika Samadhi and Vipassana Samadhi is essential. Yanga so make Maria Piodovare. Nahi Kanika Samadhi. Wina. Vipassana Samadhi. โกเรกะอติติชุกุยอายุปอไกอาศัยพิโรสเมสวาชิโลชุยาชุยาอาวเลวะมะตะคณะไสจาตวะเรตะคณะลิตะคณะนี้ไสไสจาตวะเรคณ
one should develop Kanika Samadhi. It is compulsory. And Saraji will explain what is Vipassana. And in the word Vipassana Samadhi, it is made up of two words, Vipassana and Samadhi. And Saraji will explain what is Vipassana and what is Samadhi. The word Vipassana is made up of Vi and Pasana. Vi means outstanding and Pasana means observance. When it is said that Vipassana is outstanding observance, outstanding discerning, it means that there is ordinary knowing, the knowing of ordinary people. So what the people know is just ordinary. And these ordinary people do not know that the Nama Rupa are arising in the sixth sense door as seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, and knowing. And they do not know that the Nama Rupa are arising as cause and effect. As they do not observe and as they are not mindful of it, they do not discern mind and matter, and they do not know that the Nama Rupa are relating as cause and effect. And they do not know that things arise and pass away, and thus things are impermanent, suffering, and they do not know that there is no Atta that is permanent, good and self. When there is seeing, hearing, they think that it is a man seeing, a man eating, a man going. It is a woman seeing, a woman eating. It is a person, a being, seeing. It is the way they know. And they also believe that it is the jiva atta, individual soul, that is seeing. And with the help of jiva atta, individual soul, one sees. So they believe in things that does not exist. And they believe that the parama atta, the supreme soul, is creating the jiva atta, individual soul. And the beings have to do according to the order of Mahabrahma. And in order to make oneself good and pleasant, in order to satisfy the Mahabrahma, one has to do things according 
to what the Mahabrahma likes. So these are the ordinary way of knowing. Vipassana is the knowledge that is outstanding. Vipassana is the knowledge discerning the various characteristics of impermanence, suffering, and non-self. Nama rupa that are arising at the sixth sense door are arising as cause and effect. In order to discern them, one should note these objects with effort so that there will be sustained mindfulness on the object that arises. If one is not mindful, the mind will not fall calm and collected on the object and kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, will not develop. Not noting the object, there will be lack of mindfulness. One is feeling negligent to be mindful on the object. When one is feeling, when one is negligent to be noting these objects, it means that one is not asserting effort in the practice. And it means that one is lack of vidya effort, one is lacking alertness, and one is lazy. Not asserting effort in the practice, sati mindfulness will not develop. There will not be collectedness of the mind. The mind will not be calm and collected. So in ordinary people like that, when one sits down, one will know that it is a man sitting down, it is a woman sitting down, it is a person sitting down, and it is just ordinary knowledge. And there can also be that it is the jiva ada individual soul that is sitting and one is knowing what does not exist such as jiva ada individual soul not being mindful at the moment of sitting one does not discern nama and rupa not discerning Nama Rupa, one has wrong view of person, being, man and woman. And it is ordinary knowing. It is called Sanyan Jata, ordinary knowing. Even it is said it is knowing, but it is actually Sanya, perception. And most of the people are spending their time with ordinary knowing and with wrong perception. In the field of Siddhipatthana practice, 
one should be noting every arising object. There are fields of objects to be noted in oneself. Within the fields of objects, there is the presently arising object that one should be noting. Whenever the object arises, one should note it with aim and effort so that there will be sustained mindfulness and the mind falls calm and collected on the object. One should be practicing with faith and confidence, with a strong jhana, a strong desire to discern the truth. And one should practice diligently, asserting effort in noting so that mindfulness will be sustained on the object and kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, develops. When kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, develops, one discerns that the nama and rupa are arising Nama Rupa are arising. When the mind falls on Nama, one comes to discern Nama. And the, when the mind falls on Rupa, one discerns Rupa. By noting at the moment of sitting down, when Viriya, Sati and Samadhi, when effort, mindfulness and concentration are present, at first, one knows the form or shape of sitting down, and at times one may know the manner of sitting down. But when viriya, sati, and samadhi, when mindfulness, when effort, mindfulness, and concentration become strengthened, one discerns the characteristic of materiality, such as heaviness, stiffness, tension, building up stage by stage, and one discerns rupa, materiality. The stiffness, tension, heaviness, is it a person or being? Of course not. It is not person, being, man or a woman, but stiffness, tension, heaviness, are the characteristics of rupa, materiality. By being mindful at the moment of sitting, when the mind falls on the intention to sit, then one discerns nama. And the nama is not person or being. Nama <coughs> is the... Nama inclines onto the object, nama as the nature of cognizing on the object. And nama is not a person or being. By noting at the sitting, at times one comes to know the intention to sit, which is nama. And when the mind falls on the rupa, one discern stiffness, tension, heaviness in the sitting down. Not being mindful at the moment of sitting, 
one does not discern the truth, and one will know that one will know ordinarily just that it is a man sitting, a woman sitting, a person sitting, a being sitting. By being mindful at the moment of sitting, one discerns that there is no person, no being that is sitting. What is really present, what really exists, is series of intention to sit, which is nama, and the actual sitting down, which is rupa. Apart from nama and rupa, there is nothing else. Even though there is nothing else apart from the nama and rupa, people. Take things as jiva, atta, soul, and so on. So the the way that the ordinary people know it is just ordinary, but vipassana knows outstandingly from the ordinary knowledge. So vipassana means discerning outstandingly. And the samadhi concentration that arises with the vipassana is called vipassana samadhi. When sitting down from standing position, there is the intention to sit, and the actual sitting down. Intention to sit is the nama, which is the cause. And the actual sitting down, the body becoming heavier and heavier, stiff and tense. It is the rupa, materiality, which is the effect. And the same goes with other movements such as bending, stretching. There is the intention to bend, and the bending takes place. Intention to stretch, and stretching takes place. And also lifting, moving, placing, the intention to lift, lifting takes place. Intention to move, moving takes place. Intention to place and placing takes place. And even in opening and closing of the eyes, because of the intention to open, the opening of the eyes arises, and there is the intention to close. And closing of the eyes arises. Even the blinking of the eyes is caused by the intention to blink. By being mindful at the moment of sitting down, when kanika samadhi (momentary concentration) is strong, one discerns. Cause and effect. If there is the cause, the effect takes place. If there is no cause, the effect doesn't arise. If there is no intention to sit, sitting down will not take place. When sitting down, when the intention to sit down. Stop. The sitting also stops. 
By noting, sitting down, when vidya, sati, and samadhi, when effort, mindfulness, and concentration are strong, one comes to know that the intention to sit is the cause and the actual sitting down is the effect. By discerning cause and effect, one understands that there is nothing else. Noting at the moment of sitting, at times the mind falls on the intention, which is the cause, and one understands that because of the intention, the actual sitting down takes place. It is not the person or the being that is causing the sitting, but it is the intention that produces the effect, the body heavier, stiff, and tense. And these are arising as cause and effect. By discerning cause and effect, by being mindful, one removes ahetukaditi, one removes the wrong view of causelessness. Discerning that relevant cause giving rise to relevant effect, one also removes visamahetukaditi, fictitious, fictitious wrong view. If there is the intention to blink, blinking will take place. Intention to blink does not give rise to closing of the eyes. And if there is intention to open, the eye opens. Intention to open the eyes does not give rise to closing of the eyes. So in this way, relevant cause is giving rise to relevant effect. By understanding that relevant cause is giving rise to relevant effect, one understands that there is no Mahabrahma that is creating. If one is not mindful, one does not discern the truth, and one thinks that it is the Mahabrahma creating, it is the Brahmaata creating. But by discerning that relevant cause is giving rise to relevant effect, by being mindful, one understands that there is no Mahabrahma that is creating, there is no Brahmaata that is creating. What is really present is the relevant cause and the relevant effect. So understanding relevant cause giving rise to relevant effect, it is the outstanding knowledge that is outstanding than the ordinary knowledge. And by being mindful, at times the mind falls on the cause and one comes to know the cause. By knowing the cause, one automatically knows the effect. When the noting mind falls on the effect, one discerns the effect. By discerning the effect, one automatically knows the 
cause. So this is vipassana samadhi, the concentration that is associating with vipassana, outstanding discerning. The rupa that arises in connection with the nama, it will not move without the the cause, which is nama. Saraji gives the example of the electric fan, the ceiling fan. The ceiling fan is made of metal, and there is the engine in it. If the electricity does not go through, the fan will not move at all. By pushing the button, the electricity flows through the wires and it causes the fan to rotate. So one can make the fan rotate in the fast speed, the normal speed or the slow speed. But one cannot see the electricity flowing. One cannot see it with one's eyes. But seeing that the fan is rotating, one knows that there is the electricity flowing. Seeing the effect, the fan moving, one can know that there is the cause, the electricity flowing. In the same way, there is the intention to sit, which is the cause, and the sitting down takes place as the effect. There is no atta, there is no jiva atta, individual soul involved in the sitting. There is no brahma atta, the supreme soul that is creating. What is really present is the nama, the intention to sit, which is the cause and the actual sitting down, which is rupa, materiality, which is the effect. And the same goes with bending, stretching, turning, opening and closing of the eyes, and so on. So, if one is not mindful at the moment the object arises, one does not discern the cause and effect. So one cannot see the cause, but by seeing the effect, one can also come to discern the effect, the cause. So just like the fan, when, the, when one sees the fan rotating, one knows that the electricity is going through. So in the same way, if there is the cause, the effect will take place. When there is the intention to move, the intention causes stiffness, tension, and the movement takes place. Not knowing not discerning, not being mindful, one does not discern correctly and one thinks that it is the paramaada, 
that is, creating. By discerning cause and effect, by being mindful, one understands that there is no creator. In order to discern, one should be mindful at the moment of sitting, bending, stretching, blinking, opening and closing of the eyes so that one discerns distinctly. And it is vipassana. Vipassana means knowing distinctly, outstandingly, discerning distinctly, outstandingly. In order to develop vipassana, one's noting mind should fall calm and collected on the object. Without developing kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, vipassana will not be developed. And also, kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, does not arise without sati, mindfulness. And in order to develop sati, mindfulness, one should assert effort in order to push the noting mind towards the object. Sati, mindfulness, will not arise without effort. So in this way, there are causes that there are causes in order to develop kanika samadhi and vipassana. And one should be mindful at every object. If the yogi sits down abruptly without mindfulness, he, she will not discern the truth. That's why the meditation teachers are constantly reminding the yogis to sit slowly, mindfully, and when they stand up, they should get up slowly, mindfully. Whatever they do, they should do things slowly, mindfully, so that they can discern outstandingly. The, kanik, the kanika samadhi, the concentration, that arises together with vipassana, outstanding discerning, it is called vipassana samadhi. The nama rupa are arising as cause and effect. They are simple and very interesting. When kanika samadhi, momentary concentration, is strengthened, one develops knowledge stage by stage discerning these cause and effect impermanent suffering and non-self. So just as when one pushes the button, the electricity flows and the fan rotates. In the same way, if the person wants to move the five fingers, there is the intention to move and the intention to move the five fingers generate the fingers to move. And if the person wants to move one of the fingers, like the uh, index finger, there is the intention to move the index finger, and the index finger moves. So if there is the cause 
the cause gives rise to effect. In order to discern it, one should observe it at the moment the movement arises. And one should not just be looking in an ordinary way, but one should practice respectfully, meticulously. There should be sakacakriya. One should practice respectfully, and one should do things slowly. Just as a sickly person moves slowly, in the same way, yogis should be moving slowly. And mindfully, and yogis should not be looking here and there. And if the yogi do things like sitting down abruptly, then the yogi will not be discerning nama or rupa or cause and effect. And there should be sata chakriya. There should be continuity. In mindfulness, the preceding mindfulness should be continuous with the succeeding mindfulness without any gaps in between. If there is continuity of the mindfulness, then the mindfulness will become energized. If there are gaps or breaks between the mindfulness, the mindfulness will not be strong, and one. Will not discern. So one should be mindful continuously, without any breaks, without any gaps in between. If the yogi practices, take rest in between gazing, thinking, daydreaming, then they will be losing kaniga samadhi, momentary concentration. And losing kaniga samadhi, momentary concentration, it will be difficult for such kind of yogi to discern nama rupa, cause and effect. And time goes by, but if the yogi does not gain benefit from the practice, yogi gain a、uh, yogi becomes bored in the practice. So that's why it is very important. To practice diligently, accurately, precisely according to the guidance and instruction. Today, Shyamji explained the example of nama cause giving rise to rupa effect, and there are other examples where nama cause giving rise to nama effect, rupa cause giving rise to nama effect. Rupa cause giving rise to rupa effect. When one discerns cause and effect distinctly, the word vipassana in the word vipassana, v has another meaning. V means in various manners, in various manners of arising and passing away, in various manners of. Impermanent suffering and non-self. So in this way, one discerns the various characteristics of impermanent suffering and non-self. And Sarah Ji will continue to explain tomorrow.
Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu.